Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of April 23rd, 2018. More than 170 Boy Scouts of America councils across the U.S. are participating in an early adopter program as the BSA welcomes girls into its organization in new ways. This soft launch followed the Boy Scouts announcement last October that it would begin admitting girls into the Cub Scout program starting later this year and would establish a new program next year for older girls based on the Boy Scout curriculum. About two-thirds of councils nationwide signed up, bringing roughly 3,000 girls into Cub Scouts so far. And under the new plan, Cub Scout Dens, the smallest unit, will all be single gender, either all boys or all girls. The larger Cub Scout packs will have the option to remain single gender or not. The girls have gotten an enthusiastic welcome from Scout leaders and from the boys themselves. Some of the new members are friends that the boys have recommended, while others are sisters of existing Scouts. BSA officials have said that the changes are aimed, in part, at making things more convenient for busy families. Girl Scouts from Plymouth, Pennsylvania participated in a worship service at the Plymouth Christian Church on April 8th. Scouts served as greeters and collection ushers. They recited the Girl Scout Promise and Law and sang Scout songs. And all Scouts present were presented with a Girl Scout Sunday patch. And Loretta Graham has been chosen as the Girl Scouts of Southern Illinois' new Chief Executive Officer. Loretta herself joined Girl Scouts in 1991, beginning her career there with roles in membership and marketing. Girl Scouts of Southern Illinois is a high-capacity Girl Scout Council, serving about 11,000 girls and engaging over 4,500 adult volunteers in the southern part of that state. In the spring of 2011, a group of young boys from Forsyth County, Georgia, walked across the bridge at Pools Mill and transitioned from Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts, never knowing the path of hard work and adventure that lay before them. All seven boys transitioned into Boy Scouts from Cub Scout Pack 211. In Scouts, they split into Troop 211 and Troop 39 based on their specific scouting interests. Several boys from Pack 211 that enjoyed adventurous hiking, camping, and the outdoor part of scouting went into Troop 211, and others who wanted the support and organization of a larger troop went into Troop 39. Now, more than seven years later, these young men have again crossed a bridge, each a decorated Eagle Scout at the end of a journey that has taken them years. Each of them did a different project, vastly different from the others, creating small additions and modifications to buildings of local organizations or coordinating food supply drives within the community, giving help to those in need. The seven youth in question are Manuel de Armas, Trevor Binning, Matthew McFad, Ray Peckrell, Sterling Cole, Seth Snyder, and Hunter McCauley. Felipe Quintana of Gainesville, Florida, meanwhile, has been a member of Boy Scouts since he was six years old. And as a scout, Quintana has progressed through the organization, earning uh, six out of the seven possible ranks therein. Scout, Tenderfoot, Second Class, First Class, Star, and most recently, Life. On Saturday, this being last Saturday, Quintana led a group of more than two dozen volunteers in rebuilding the 80-foot-long IFAS Fisheries Dock, evidently in Gainesville for his final Boy Scout rank. That rank is, of course, Eagle, rank not typically sought after by Scouts under the age of 17, but for this particular 13-year-old conservation and marine life enthusiast, the sorry state of the dock inspired him to take on this Eagle-worthy project. Local businesses provided donations to fund the project, which required over 208 wooden boards and approximately $2,000 in other materials. The Scout Association of Malta and the Malta Girl Guides joined forces to organize this year's Scouts and Guides Parade in Valletta, Malta, on Sunday. Mass was celebrated at 9 a.m. at the Catholic Institute in Floriana, led by Gozo Bishop Mario Gretsch. All the Scout and Guide groups started their march on the granaries and near the Mall Garden. The parade, which this year was led by the Gozo District, 
followed the uh, followed by the north, south, and central districts. Sorry, uh, made its way into Valletta with all the groups marching in uniform behind the colors of the Maltese Scout and Guide flags. And similarly, last weekend, scouts marched proudly through the streets of a county town in a St. George's Day parade to celebrate their patron saint. Around 800 scouts, cubs, beavers, and adult leaders descended upon Maidstone, which is in Kent, England, making their way from Week Street to All Saints Church in Mill Street to the sounds of the City of Rochester Pipe Band. Attendees ended the march with a service at the church, which focused on the plight of the area's homeless people and included a collection for the charity Homeless Care. And finally, today and tomorrow, Hellier District Scouts will watch over the Cenotaph in Bernie, Tasmania from 6 p.m. on Anzac Day, Wednesday, April 25th, until the dawn service the following morning. This tradition is to remember the Anzacs, uh, soldiers from Australia and New Zealand, by replicating an all-night watch like the servicemen used to do to keep watch over the field of battle. District Commissioner of the Hellier District Scouts, Steve Locke, said the youth-inspired activity was in honor of those who had fought for their country. Similarly, scouts between the ages of 6 and 26 will stand guard at the Launston Cenotaph on Anzac Day Eve. The Anzac Day Eve vigil will see about 50 young people taking turns in manning posts between 6 p.m. on Tuesday and 6 a.m. on Wednesday, which is when the local dawn service will begin there. Four scouts will stand guard at a time. But in Canberra, the news is a little bit different. ACT RSL has frozen out scouts and girl guides from their traditional roles in Wednesday's Anzac Day celebrations in Canberra, with children banned from marching alongside veterans and being pushed to the end of the city's parade. Scouts Chief Commissioner Rick Good said the RSL had broken tradition and banned children under the age of 12 from marching with veterans in the parade, which will mean that the scouts and girl guides will be forced to march as, quote, a ragtag end to the parade, end quote, with other young people and supervisors. Mr. Good said the RSL had changed its plans for the Canberra Parade because it was worried about insurance payments from any potential collisions at the event, and evidently last year, a veteran did in fact trip over a young person. The Scouts of Scotland have offered to help out parents and pupils during the long summer holidays. The move is one of a range of suggestions to help families deal with the impact of summer break, which can lead to a deterioration in standards of literacy and numeracy. Summer holidays tend to be particularly disruptive for poorer parents who can't rely on free school meals to feed their families. They're also more likely to fall behind academically because of the more limited opportunities to take part in educational or challenging activities. As part of an inquiry into the impact of poverty on school attainment, the Scottish Parliament's Education Committee has asked for a range of views on what could make a difference, and in its response, Scouts Scotland said that it could help schools offer pupils a range of activities, such as outdoor games, arts and crafts, cooking activities, and challenges designed to build skills such as communication, teamwork, and problem solving. Well, that is all the news for this week, and I apologize for not publishing an episode last week. Time just got away from me. I had way too much on the go, but should be back on a weekly schedule starting now. So thank you for listening, and until next time, be prepared.